0: Yo, what is going on everyone? My name is Nick or The Notorious Fantasy and today I'm bringing you guys a fantasy football mock draft for the 2020 NFLCs. Now, this video is a little different. Typically, I mock on Fantasy Pros, and I will continue to do mocks on Fantasy Pros, but in this video, I am doing a best ball draft on drafters.com. They are a sponsor of mine. You can check out the link down below in the description, or when you go ahead and go and sign up to go put some money in your account. If you use code Notorious, which is on the screen up here, I'm pointing to it right now, you get a 50% deposit bonus on how much money you put in, so please make sure to do that. If you guys want to draft with me, I'll be posting these on Twitter. Twitter probably as I get more people onto here so I hope you guys would like to join me so right now I'm sitting at pick number five and what a best ball draft is before we actually make our pick is pretty much what happens is everyone drafts like it's a real draft which it is and then once you're the season starts you don't even have to edit your lineup you just wait and they just put in the lineup for you based on the players that are scoring the most fantasy points for your team so pretty much what it is is it's a mock draft but with money put to it this is a one dollar draft this is the lowest amount. You can do you do one dollar, five dollar, ten dollars, but now it is my pick at pick number five. Notorious code at the um, checkout when you go to pay. So. Right here at number five, this is a very easy pick for me. I'm going to go ahead and select Alvin Kamara, running back, out of New Orleans. So to recap the draft so far, Chris McCaffrey was the first pick, followed by Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, Michael Thomas. I went with Alvin Kamara, then Dalvin Cook. Now, that's a very typical start to the draft. Typically, you see the big three running backs come off the board, McCaffrey, Barkley, Zeke, and then Michael Thomas typically goes around four, four, five, or six, depending on people want to pick him. I like Alvin Kamara as the number four running back. I'd pick him at pick number four ahead, of Michael Thomas, so I really like that value even though they're on the same team. After Dalvin Cook was Lamar Jackson. Now you're going to notice in these mock drafts, a lot of people try to go quarterback earlier in these best ball type of drafts because you can match him with another wide receiver or you don't really have to worry about it because you're only starting one quarterback, but he's a very, very safe quarterback. I wouldn't do it in best ball. I am not going to be picking a quarterback until later, but that is the reasoning. After Lamar Jackson was Joseph Mixon. I love Joe Mixon in the first round. I really think Joe Mixon is going to tear it up this season. Obviously last year his offensive line was really banged up and now they're going to return to form and be a much better team this year with Joseph Burrow as the starting quarterback. Make sure that you guys click that like button if you guys are end up enjoying this video. So What I like about where we're picking here at 5 is actually that I'm in the middle of the draft. I typically don't go with a middle pick. If it was my choice to pick, I typically like to go towards the end around pick 10, 11, or 12 if we're talking about a 12-team league. But at the end of the day, I want to make sure I'm picking all over-the-place drafters just randomize it for you, but it's good to pick from all different spots. So after Joe Mixon was Kenyon Drake, that's a clear reach to me. If we're looking down here at the board, at the running back position, there's still guys like Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones, Nick Chubb, Austin. Justin Eckler, all still on the board. Same with Josh Jacobs. I would take all of them over Kenyon Drake. I think Kenyon Drake is a very fine second round pick, but a first round pick is a little early for my liking. And then Derrick Henry. Now Derrick Henry is kind of confusing when you're picking him because you just know he's safe. He's just very, very safe, but he's never going to catch the ball. But at the end of the day, he's such a safe pick that I think at pick 10 that's definitely a steal for Derrick Henry, especially when the guy could have had someone worse because the guy before him is a dumbass and drafted Kenyon Drake. So as we're waiting here, my draft strategy for 2020 is typically to get two running backs in the first three rounds. Now, that's whether you want to go running back, running back, wide receiver, wide receiver, running back, running back. Typically, I advise in the first round to go with that running back. The running back value falls off a goddamn truck by, like, the fifth round, so you're not going to want anything to do with the running backs later. After Derrick Henry goes, Miles Sanders, a little too early for my liking. Now, obviously, right now, there's no one behind Miles Sanders. There's Boston Scott. Boston Scott does not scare me, but it seems like the Eagles want to add someone. Now, Carlos Hyde already got added by another team, In the Seahawks, so maybe Miles Sanders will come out of this scot free. If he does, he's going to be amazing. Easy top 10 running back, potentially even a top five guy based on how much he was balling late last season. Now, as we're waiting, like I said, I really want to go ahead and just look at the guys that are still available so we can try to see who we're going to be picking in the next round. I'm going to be looking to get a guy like Josh Jacobs, Eckler or Chubb, but if it falls to me and none of those guys are available, I'd probably just go ahead and switch up the strategy and just go with a wide receiver. Typically, in these drafts, you're going to see a lot more wide receivers go in the second round when compared to the first round. Obviously, in the first round, we saw Michael Thomas and Devontae Adams. That's only two wide receivers. In a lot of leagues, you see maybe two or three wide receivers go in the first round, and then the second round is where all hell breaks loose. A bunch of guys are going to fly off the board. DeAndre Hopkins, Tyreek Hill, Julio Jones will likely all go before I can even make my my pick, in the next round that's just how the drafts go when you're at the back half of the draft it is the best spot to do the wide or the running back zero strategy where you just go two elite wide receivers back to back now no one did it in this draft but it is 100% possible that someone could end up doing that in your league because it's just the ideal spot to do it if you're picking at four sure you can get Michael Thomas but then when you come back the wide receiver talent isn't that great where I don't think you're getting two guys that are potentially top five talent after Devonta Adams was Austin Eckler and then Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is a guy also really enjoy taking in a best ball type of format. Now in redraft, he's just about okay because he has these boom bust games, but he's a real winner in best ball because, hey, if he shits the bed and doesn't do too good, you still have him in your lineup for the weeks when he's good. And when he's bad, you just have another guy in there. So after uh, Tyreek Hill was Josh Jacobs, Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb is really falling. A lot of people are really liking all these other running backs like Eckler and Jacobs. Above him, I still think Chubb will be good. I just worry about his pass catching production and the fact that the last couple of games of this season there was 8 games played with Ke- uh not Kenyon Drake I should say with Kareem Hunt and 8 without him. Once Kareem Hunt came back in those 8 games Kareem Hunt was actually the better running back for fantasy football in a majority of those games so that is kind of worrisome but then again Kevin Stefanski comes out here and he is going to be drafting or not drafting he's going to be running the ball a shit ton because he loves to run the ball. So after Nick Chubb, Julio Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, so hopefully this guy decides to pick a goddamn wide receiver so that we can get Ooh, I think I would take Aaron Jones in the second round here. I don't love Aaron Jones, but at the end of the day, the guy's just going to get force-fed the ball down his throat. So I think that's entirely possible to happen here if I can get Aaron Jones. If not, I'd probably just go wide receiver and wait on the running back position until later. The running backs have clearly dried out, and we're just two rounds into the draft. So he went with Chris Godwin, so we can get our guy in Aaron Jones now Aaron Jones's touchdowns are going to go down last season he had a phenomenal year he was balling out in like every single game scoring a zillion touchdowns 16 touchdowns he scored more touchdowns last year than he did in his first two seasons in the NFL combined but at the end of the day I don't really care about that because what I think is that Matt Lafleur wants to run the ball I think Devonta Adams can still eat but with that said they're going to run the ball I know they bring in fat that fat fuck AJ Dillon I know some people might be scared of that but I'm not scared at the end of the day I like uh, Aaron Jones there. I am a bit worried about CEH in the second round in uh, drafts. I just would much rather take him in the third round because I feel a lot more certain if he's my third running back in compared to my second or if I have another solid wide receiver to pair with a guy like CEH. So right now, as my drafts go on, I typically really pivot away from the quarterback and the tight end position until later in the draft. Now, this draft is 18 total rounds, so we still have a while to go and there's no kickers or no defenses. I will explain at the end of the video, though, how to draft kickers and defenses if your league plays with them, because a majority of leagues do play with them, and make sure to come play with me on drafters. Again, like I said... The uh, code is up there, notorious, when you go ahead and pay. So right now, the quarterbacks are pretty great on the board. In the third round, I would potentially consider drafting a guy like Pat Mahomes in that round. Tight ends, I typically wait a lot longer. I like to go and attack those guys late round like Gasicki or Hurst. Travis Kelsey comes off the board there, so the first tight end off the board in the second round. Typically, the big two in Kittle and Kelsey go in the second or third round, and then Andrews follows suit pretty soon after. So far, this is the pretty typical construction of a team that I like to do. Like I said, two running backs in the first two rounds. Both guys whose names start with an A. Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones, I really like that duo right there. After Kelsey comes Mike Evans, who to me is very confusing to pick. He's a second-round pick. He's a third-round pick. I mean, what's going to happen with him? Is he going to be getting the targets? Is Godwin going to be getting the targets? I think it's going to be better to draft Godwin. But hey, Evans is a great pick there. He will should be fine, but I think it might be a bit early. So, after Evans was George Kittle, followed by Kenny Galladay and DJ Moore. Now, I like Kenny Galladay, actually. I really, really, really like Kenny Galladay. I think Kenny Galladay could have a top- five-year this season. DJ Moore, I like as well. Amari Cooper, I'm worried about. And just like I said, Travis Kelsey and George Kittle both go in the second round. Mark Andrews, I would not be surprised if he came off the board soon. Now, in this league, we also have a flex. We have three wide receivers, two running backs, a quarterback, tight end, and a flex. So, Pat Mahomes goes the pick before me, so I will not be adding Pat Mahomes to my roster this Draft. So, looking at the board right now, running back, there's not too many guys that I really want to stick my flag into. Like my name was Nick Bosa. I'd much rather go with the wide receiver here. Wide receiver still available on the board: Odell Beckham Jr., Allen Robinson, Keenan Allen, AJ Brown, Juju, and Dealing Devonte Parker. To me, it's an easy pick in Allen Robinson. I really believe in Allen Robinson's talent. Allen Robinson has legitimately been a good wide receiver with quarterbacks that are god fucking awful. Do you remember Blake Bortles? Blake Bortles is not that bad, but Blake Bortles not amazing not amazing Mitch Trubisky not amazing and he's putting up these top 15 wide receiver years with these garbage ass quarterbacks why can't he do better with Nick Foles and even if it's still somehow kissing Teddy Trubisky he's still going to play well so I love him as a wide receiver one he's a top 12 guy to me for sure so after Alan Robinson comes off the board Cooper Cup is the next pick Cooper Cup to me is a good pick but I would prefer his teammate Robert Woods just a few rounds later just drafting based off of value I think that the LA Rams team is in for a huge bounce back season, so I think Allen Robinson, real not Allen Robinson, I, should say, I think Cooper Cup and Robert Woods are good picks, but Robert Woods to me is just better because you get him two rounds later, and I think they may finish with similar production when the year comes to a close. After that was Marky Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews to me is by far the tight end number three. I think he might even be tight end number two. He might even move up. I love Kelsey, and I really love Andrews Kittle. I'm a bit concerned about because obviously he has yet to sign his contract. As of right now, the guy wants that big money as the highest paid tight end in the league, which makes sense. The guy absolutely carries the 49ers. He's the only wide receiver on the team that gets the ball besides Debo Samuel, and he's the fucking tight end. He's he's the reason why Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't look god-awful every single game. So after uh, Cooper Cup comes Mark Andrews, like I said, and then Leonard Fournette. Now, to break down Leonard Fournette, it is a bit confusing for this season. What happens with Leonard Fournette? Does Do they kind of, like, ease him back, or does he hold out because he says, like, fuck it, I don't want anything to do with being one of these fucking running running. backs that doesn't get paid. He wants his money. He he deserves the money. He thinks. I mean, he only scored three touchdowns last year, but he balled out of control. So what happens with Leonard Fournette? Who really knows? Am I drafting Leonard Fournette in the third round? Probably not. But would I? I would in some leagues. I just wouldn't advise it. After that goes Todd Gurley. Now, Todd Gurley, I fucking hate. People don't understand that Dirk Cutter legitimately hates running backs. He gets his whack off to the tight end room. He hates Hates running backs, so they're not going to run the ball. At least in their first year, he's not going to get an extreme amount of touches. Now, he should. He 100% should. I believe he should, but will he? I don't know. And if he does get an extreme amount of touches against what Dirk Cutter typically does, will he get hurt because he has that arthritis knee? There's a reason why Sean McVay and the LA Rams put a workload on the guy. They made it so, hey, he's on a snap count. He can't get the ball this many times because we saw when he got the ball, he was still good, but they are very, they were very worried about that knee injury for TG 31 last season next player off the board was odell beckham jr now what do i think about odell beckham jr i do not like him i think the Cleveland Browns are going to be very fucking run heavy for the future, so I don't want anything to do with Odell Beckham Jr. if they're going to run the ball so many times. I think Landry is a good pick. I don't want anything to do with Odell, though. I think he's still going to be overpriced. I think people are still going to buy into the guy who's a bit of a kind of a wacko in the locker room. Not sure too many people like him after each game. He'll go, hey, Jimmy Garoppolo, I know you just whooped my ass, but why don't you trade for me? Get your team to trade for me. I don't like that in my player, so I don't want anything to do with Odell Beckham. Jonathan Taylor was the next pick off the board, followed by Adam. Thielen now Adam Thielen I'm really warming up to uh the third round pick but pretty much a fourth round pick because he could have picked him here I think Adam Thielen has a great season obviously Kirk Cousins is a guy where people might think oh he he, he doesn't really have a wide receiver two now um Adam Thielen is not going to be getting this many targets blah 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 blah." Adam Thielen is going to get peppered with targets the problem with Kirk Cousins was actually that it seems like in some games he just Thielen would have a good game or it would be Diggs he picks one or the other he just locks in on one guy and then he pulls back on the other guy so I think I think that this is going to be a monster year from Adam Thielen like we saw a few years ago. He was obviously banged up last year. I think he bounces back and plays great with Kirk Cousins. After that comes Melvin Gordon a little early for me. I'm very worried about the Denver situation for Melvin Gordon. Is he good is he bad? I have no fucking idea, because will they use Philip Lindsay? Will it be like half and half? I know they say they want Melvin Gordon to be the workhorse, but will he be able to do that? Obviously, we thought that he was great, and then it turns out that Austin Eckler is the fucking more talented back than him, so who really knows? After that's Calvin Ridley, a guy I love at wide receiver, followed by a guy I don't really like in Cortland Sutton. There's too many cooks in the kitchen for the Denver Broncos right now for my liking. I obviously like Drew Locke, but It hurts when they bring in Judy and these other wide receivers around him, followed by Chris Carson. Now, this guy went with the four running bike strategy. I actually don't hate that considering the running back value really falls off after the fourth round I think Chris Carson has a great year despite the naysayers saying oh the other guys behind him are really gonna get the touches blah 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 he has fumbleitis I know he has fumbleitis but he is just so much more talented than the other guys in the fucking team on the team he's so much more talented than those guys that he's gonna get the touches even if he fumbles they don't care because Pete Carroll will go chew his gum and still put him in the game if you guys have enjoyed this video thus far please click that subscribe button so actually Robert Woods falls in the fourth round typically I see him as more of a fifth round pick but But that's a great pick in the fourth round. I love Robert Woods' value, followed by Le'Veon Bell and then A.J. Brown. So now it's my pick, and a lot of the running backs that I actually liked are now gone, so this is a bit worrying, and a bit nauseating for me, but I'm going to go ahead and wait here, and we're going to go with a wide receiver, because I don't really love any of these guys, and I think I get David Montgomery in the fifth round, so look at the board right now, Juju, Devontae Parker, Keenan Allen, Stefan Diggs, I'm not really in on Stefan Diggs, I think he'll be fine, but I don't think he's going to be like a top 10 guy, potentially, Juju, I bounce back and forth on this guy every single time, but This is a best ball league. I feel like Juju will have these games where he blows up, so I'm going to go ahead and draft him. I personally would rather draft his other counterpart, Deontay Johnson, later, but Juju Smith-Schuster was really the only guy at the wide receiver position that I thought was worthy of that pick besides Keenan Allen. None of those other guys really scream out to me as fourth-round picks. I love DJ Chark. I love DK Metcalf. I love Terry McLaurin. I love Tyler Boyd, but these guys are not that early of picks for me, so I just would not be able to reach and pick them there. Now, look at the board. Our roster so far, we have Alvin Kabara, Aaron Jones, Allen Robinson, and Juju Smith-Schuster. So we have a pretty balanced approach, two running backs and two wide receivers, but I'm likely going to hit on the running backs the next couple of rounds. After Juju comes Mark Ingram and Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz, I feel like, could have the potential to fall off the goddamn earth this season if the wide receivers around him can stay healthy. Zach Ertz was really eating in the back half of the season once all those wide receivers ended up getting hurt. So what happens if they stay healthy? Does Zach Ertz have a super dominant season? I don't know, especially with his compadre Dallas Godert getting a lot more work now. Marky Mark Ingram obviously they went ahead and drafted a running back to the Baltimore Ravens. So will it be a split? What is going to happen for Mr. Mark Ingram and in that backfield with DeAndre Swift now added there? I have no idea. Let's see where DeAndre Swift goes. DeAndre Swift's ADP is at 46, so that's way too high. For my liking, if I'm being honest with you, I don't want anything to do with that. But with that said, after Zach Ertz was Devontae Parker, James Conner, Devin Singletary. James Conner is a guy that I also am kind of buying more into. Now, I know he's going to get hurt. He was 100% going to get hurt. The guy's made of glass, but I think he still will be good for a bunch of games. He was a guy last year I was touting as a first-round pick. He obviously didn't turn out to be like that because he got hurt, but he was having some good games. So I think he does have a great season this year. David Montgomery is the guy that I have my eyes locked on right here though. Keen Allen comes off the board with DJ Chark as well. I think baby Chark Chark is back for yet another season. Their defense is terrible. They're going to be playing from behind, which means they're going to have to air the ball out. So right before me, David Montgomery got picked. The guy heard me talking about it and he said, fuck you, Nicholas. I'm going to go ahead and pick him. So right now, we are in a great a pickle but this is where I would pick him. I would have to pick him here if I wanted him, so I'm going to go ahead and get him David Johnson. Now, I don't love David Johnson. I'm not the fantasy football counselor. I'm not going to tell you that David Johnson's going to be amazing, but what I can tell you is as my RB3, I think he has very very high upside on a team that traded for him for with DeAndre Hopkins. They traded DeAndre Hopkins pretty much for fucking David Johnson. They're going to use him. Bill O'Brien's going to realize he's going to get ridiculed if he doesn't give the rock to David Johnson a million times, so I think David Johnson has a good year, but the health. Both concerns are obviously there for a guy like David Johnson. Now on the back, when we're coming back here, I really want Kareem Hunt. I think he's a super safe pick to be my flex guy during the weeks where David Johnson's maybe hurt or maybe even he has big games. But if Chubb ends up going down, Mr. Kareem Hunt has top five or top 10 running back potential. We saw how good Kareem Hunt was when he was a Kansas City Chief. His rookie year, he blew up. His sophomore year, he blew up. And then that incident happened. But at the end of the day, the guy is very talented. And even when he's on the field with Chubb, he's still going to be scoring a lot of points. After that was DeAndre Swift of the Detroit Lions, followed by Raheem Mostert and Darren Waller. Now, Darren Waller's a guy... I'm pretty indifferent on. I don't really want anything to do with these middle-round tight ends. I'd much rather wait till, say, round 10 and then draft a guy like Hayden Hurst or draft a guy like Noah Fant or a guy like Jack Doyle. But in these best ball leagues, you kind of need to draft, like, three fucking quarterbacks. Now I'm going to mix and match them later. Because if one of them ends up getting hurt, you're kind of fucked in that situation because then you only have one if you only draft two. So I typically draft three, but in a real redraft league, I only normally draft one quarterback. That is some viewer discretion, but I'm going to draft those guys later on in the video. Kyler Murray's value in the fifth round is fucking amazing. Kyler Murray is going to tear it up this season he had a great year last year as a rookie I think he uses his legs a lot more this season last year we didn't see him really use his legs until later on in the season which kind of surprised me because of how scrappy the guy was in college just running around with the ball I think we see that more on an NFL level this season and then Stefan Diggs was the pick Stefan Diggs like I said I think he's a top 20 guy I don't love him I don't hate him but I probably won't be owning him in too many leagues due to the fact that I think his upside is limited by the fact that there's a bunch of wide receivers around him that are still pretty good in John Brown as well as in Mr. Cole Beasley, who was just a PPR fucking monster last season with Joshie Allen. After Stefan Diggs came off the board, the pick I really wanted and Kareem Hunt ended up getting picked, followed by Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin's a wide receiver I really like late in these drafts. I think he has the potential, not late, but in the middle rounds of these drafts. I think he has top 10 potential. I think if Dwayne Hashkins figured out how to throw the ball better to his college teammate, he'd be playing much better. T.Y. Hilton I really do not like in the sixth round, maybe in the seventh or eighth round. I think he definitely has some high upside with Phillip Rivers, but I do worry a lot about the guy's health. Now, looking for our next pick now that Kareem Hunt has been picked, we're probably going to be going ahead and drafting and just probably waiting and then drafting a bunch of guys like maybe Ronald Jones, Darius Geis, who I don't really love Darius Geis, but I think that if he could, if Darius Geis could stay healthy, he's a top 10 running back, but his health concerns are unrizzled. That's why I probably should have drafted a running back here or here in the second round. I kind of regret that because this is what happens when you wait on running backs. You end up with your running back three being David Johnson and your running back four looking clueless. Meanwhile, there's a lot of great wide receivers that are still available on the board right now like D.K. Metcalf Tyler Boyd guys I really really like for this season after T.Y. Hilton came out the board Tyler Lockett got selected now Tyler Lockett no one's really talking about the guy obviously he ended up getting hurt last season so that is something to worry about but when he wasn't hurt he kind of had like the flu he was sick he was this he was that he was balling out. He was playing very well. I think Russell Wilson can uh, have two wide receivers go over a 1,000 yards, even though it's something that really hasn't happened in a while. Obviously, there's worries. Hey, they fucking run the ball a million times. Are they going to be able to pass it enough? It doesn't matter because Russell Wilson is so accurate that that's going to help. It's funny that Ty- uh, Tyler Lockett got picked, then Russell Wilson got picked, and then DK Metcalf. So the three Seahawks all go in the sixth round. Don't be surprised, though, when you're at home league when Mahomes, Lamar, Murray, and Wilson and Watson are all fucking picked in the first three or four rounds because That's how crazy people are. After Russell Wilson came DK Metcalf, like I said, and then Deshaun Watson, and then Jarvis Landry. So right here, I actually wouldn't hate going with a quarterback if one was available that I wanted. So Dak Prescott would have been my pick here, but... With that said, I think I'm going to go Josh Allen here. If the running backs I don't really like are here. Yeah, I don't really like any of these running backs. I think the receivers will fall to us. So we're going to go ahead and select Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen obviously gets it done heavily on the ground. He scored how many touchdowns rushing? Nine and eight rushing touchdowns the last two seasons. I think he's going to be great in the rushing game and in the passing game. There's going to be naysayers. Oh, my God, his his accuracy is fucking awful, Nick. He couldn't hit a target if you paid him. That was like 30 feet down, 30 yards down the field. But it doesn't matter about his accuracy. He's going to air the ball out, and he's going to have a great season in 2020 after Josh Allen, J.K. Dobbins, then DeAndre, not DeAndre, Darrell Williams, I should say. Darrell Williams, oh, what a fall from grace for that guy. They draft CEH in the first round of the NFL draft, and then his value completely plummets off the edge of the goddamn earth after D'Angelo Williams. Not D'Angelo Williams, you dumbass. that was Shout out to D'Angelo Williams, actually. D'Angelo Williams is one of those running backs that won you a championship if you played back in, like, 2016 when Le'Veon Bell was caught smoking the weed. So after uh, Darrell Williams, not Darrell Williams, Damian Williams was Darius Geis, Cam Akers, Debo Samuel, and James White. That's way too early for James White for me, even though he's kind of a safe pick. Who knows, since Mr. Dump Off Tom Brady is no longer there. So right here, I think I have to go with Ronald Jones in the sixth round as long as he falls to me, as long as there's no guys that are just buried down here that I would really want. No, there's not, so we're going to go ahead and probably select Mr. Ronaldo Jones if he can fall to us at our pick at pick 77. The pick before us goes with Deontay Johnson. Very early pick for Deontay Johnson. Typically, this guy going around the 10th round goes in the 7th round here, but we're going to go ahead and get my boy Rojo here. Now, I'm not claiming Rojo's a top 10 back like in the video yesterday. You guys watched where Bush said that, but I think he has top 25 potential, top 20 potential. I think he's going to be seeing some carries in these games, and if Tom Brady gets them down to the goal line, he just barrels in for 20 touchdowns, hey, That's entirely possible. So I'm going to go ahead and draft Mr. Ronald Jones here, by far the best out of any of those running backs that are still available. So looking right now, we definitely need to load up on another wide receiver, and hopefully we can get a guy like Tyler Boyd to fall to our pick. If not, I'd kind of like in best ball to go with these high upside plays like Will Fuller. I, though, would have much rather have gotten the guy that went just right after I said that in Hollywood Brown, the pick right after me, because I think Hollywood Brown will have these boom-bust games, but he doesn't really have the injury concern that a guy like Will Fuller has. That Will Fuller's not playing 16 games. He couldn't play 16 games if you pay him to, and they fucking do pay him to. He'll probably play like 11 or 12 games, but he should be fine in those games. After that was A.J. Green. A.J. Green, by far the worst pick in this draft. Do not draft fucking AJ Green. Please do not draft AJ Green in your drafts. Even in a mock draft, don't fucking draft AJ Green because AJ Green is not going to complete the season at all. He's a bum. I hate the guy. I'd much rather have his teammate Tyler Boyd who went one pick right immediately after him after Tyler Boyd came Will Fuller which I said was kind of a pretty good pick in best ball in a redraft kind of league the guys as unsafe as it gets but you throw him in your flex you can 100% win the week with a guy like Will Fuller followed by Hunter Henry who's a guy I'm just avoiding like I said I'm really pivoting off of all of these middle round tight ends the guy I really want his name is Hayden Hurst hopefully I can get him in the 8th round because I just feel like that's where you're going to have to be picking the guy I'm avoiding all the guys above him though and then if I don't get Hayden Hurst I'm just saying fuck it and I'm going to draft a guy like Tyler Higby, Mike Gasicki, Janu Smith, maybe just pair two of them on the same roster to guarantee that I get that court, that uh, tight end value that I really want. Looking at running backs for later, we're probably going to be stuck with some of these garbage ass backups, so we're going to have to go ahead and wait on that, but Hayden Hurst came off the board right after that. Very disappointing. Hayden Hurst is in for a humongous season. I think he's easily going to finish as a top six guy, maybe even tight end number five in Atlanta. Atlanta has so many vacated targets to the tight end position. Dirk Cutter, like I said earlier, jerks off to the tight end position, so I think Hayden Hurst really Tears it up this year in Atlanta. And speaking of Atlanta, his quarterback Matt Ryan comes in the seventh round with the next pick. To recap what has happened after Matt Ryan got picked, Keyshawn Vaughn can't support followed by Marlon Mack, Julian Edelman, Evan Ingram, and Sonny Michel. Sonny Michel's a guy I'm really opening up to being a very solid pick later in the draft. I think the guy has the potential to get over a thousand fucking yards. Evan Ingram's gonna get hurt. I don't want anything to do with Evan Ingram. Sure, the guy's gonna be great for like seven games when he's healthy, but I'm really worried about his injury concerns. Marlon Mack, came off the board as well. Julian Edelman's a guy who's pretty much falling for a guy that was really targeted heavily by Tom Brady, but hey, what happens when Stidham is the quarterback? So after Sonny Michelle was Tariq Cohen, who's a pretty solid pick in PPR, but I am a bit worried about what's going to happen this year in Chicago. I really like David Montgomery. I'm just against drafting Tariq Cohen because I don't think he has so much upside unless David Montgomery was to end up getting So looking at the board right now, Michael Gallup comes off the board, so we're probably going to have to draft a wideout here. Looking at the board, there's guys like John Brown, Jerry Judy, Robbie Anderson, uh, Sterling Shepard, Christian Kirk, Mike Williams, Marvin Jones. Now to me, there's an easy pick here, and it is Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones, yet again, I think has a great season. He's a guy that's due for over a 1,000 yards yet again. The guy absolutely tore it up last year, just playing in 13 games, 800 yards, 9 touchdowns. If he can stay healthy, I think he could easily get over a 1,000 yards. If Stafford can stay healthy. This Lions offense is going to be on fire. You better believe that. I love the Detroit Lions offense this year. Just gotta pray to the Fantasy Football Lord. Say, please, fantasy football lords, let Matthew Stafford stay healthy. If you guys have enjoyed this video thus far, please make sure to click that subscribe button down below. And let me know if you guys would like a more unedited video where I don't kind of skip in these back part of the draft, or would you rather where I skip in like I'm doing now do you like to hear me ramble about some random shit about how I don't really like Michael Gallup that much anymore because I'm kind of worried but I don't really want anything to do with CeeDee Lamb either or Amari Cooper but Michael Gallup would be the best pick out of all of them to me after I went with Marvin Jones Jerry Judican at the board followed by TB12 Thomas Brady after I went with Jerry Judy can't support followed by Tom Brady, Christian Kirk, Brandon Cooks, Darius Slayton, Darrell Henderson, and Austin Hooper. I don't really like Austin Hooper. Uh, Brandon Cooks is a guy I like, but I do worry about his health. Obviously, the guy's not going to complete this season because he just can't. Darius Slayton, his other pick is fucking amazing. I love Darius Slayton late in drafts. So I really think he's going to tear it up this season. So we're one pick away. We probably just need to go ahead and hammer on some wide receivers or draft our second quarterback. But there's still a lot of guys available, so I'll probably wait one more round to do that. Right now, at the wide receiver position. There's there's guys available like John Brown, Robbie Anderson, Sterling Shepard, Mike Williams, C.D. Lamb, Anthony Miller, but there's one guy here I really like, and that's Mike Williams, so I hope that this guy in front of me does not end up picking him. Will he end up picking him? Probably, because, you know, fuck me, right? Why would I want to get my guy? Because I just spoke about it a million times. We lucked out there. He fucking went with C.D. Lamb. So we're to be able to get Mike Williams. I obviously worry about the fact that Mike Williams last year just didn't look as good. But what's funny is he got a 1,000 receiving yards last year and only two touchdowns. But the year before, he only had 600 yards and 10 touchdowns. So maybe we'll find an even point, maybe seven touchdowns and 900 yards, and he'll look much better. And obviously, there's a new system coming in there in L.A., obviously, whether it's Tyrod or same coaching. But if it's Tyrod or if it's going to be Justin Herbert, who really knows, but hopefully one of these guys can find their home and love to pass the ball to Mike Williams. Alright, so after I went with Mike Williams-Philip, Lindsay can at the board, followed by John Brown, Tyler Higbee, Sterling Shepard, Anthony Miller, Carson Wentz, TJ uh, Hawkinson, Jordan Howard, Tevin Coleman, and Latavius Murray. Now, a guy I really liked here in that pick was obviously Tyler Higbee. Some people are going to argue, oh, Tyler Higbee's not going to have the bound- the season like he had last year. Oh, they're going to not use as many two tight ends. That's- I don't think it matters. I think he's clearly the best tight end on that team, and I think they will. They really only have two great wide receivers now after they trade away Brandon Cooks. They've got got woods and cup i think the team's gonna look better i think higby's gonna have an overall solid season latavius murray's obviously a solid pick later in the draft if you want to be worried about kamara getting injured i don't think kamara's gonna get injured but hey that's a good pick same thing goes with janu smith i think janu smith has a great season this year so we're probably gonna have to go ahead and draft a tight end because the tight end value is fallen heavily we need to make sure we get one before we run out because a bunch have gone in the last couple of rounds my eyes on mike Gesicki. I really think Gosicki could have a really, really good season, especially if Tua takes over, because these younger type of quarterbacks really like to dump the ball off to those tight ends, and that's obviously going to be great for Mr. Michael Gosicki. I am worried, though, because Preston Williams was really a target hogger, I should say, from the whole rest of the team. Preston Williams was eating and Devontae Parker wasn't and neither was Gasicki the first couple weeks of the season, but once Williams went down, then we saw where Fitzmagic was really targeting him. So after uh, we talked about Janu Smith, Jameson Crowder, Jared Cook, Matt Burrito, who I liked there, that would have been a great pick for our team, but we got my guy Michael Gasicki, probably my second favorite late round tight end. Now looking, we probably are going to need to draft two more quarterbacks because this is a best ball league and we're going to need two more. We're going to have to draft some more running backs. late and probably some more wide receivers since we only have four and you have to start three but there are some guys later I like Preston Williams is still available as well as I kind of like Nikhil Harry I kind of like I kind of like Kenny Stills I kind of like Hardman I kind of like Brashad Perriman there's a lot of guys I still like late I mean Antonio Brown still available someone will draft Antonio Brown. I want you guys to know that. Someone is going to pull the trigger on Antonio Brown, because if the guy plays, he's a fucking top 10 wide receiver. But right now, we're in June. I have no idea if Antonio Brown's ever going to even play in the NFL again, so I won't be that guy but there always will be that guy. So after Gasicki comes Henry Ruggs. So right now, we're probably looking down the eyes of a wide receiver. And then we'll just take probably two more tight ends later, a guy like Chris Herndon, maybe even Gronk. Gronk is really falling in these drafts. I don't love Gronk, but at the end of the day, hey, in the 12th round, if he's still there for me, I kind of like that value. Even though in, in a lot of mocks I've been doing, Gronk goes in like the 8th round. It doesn't make any sense because the guy's not going to play the full season. He hasn't played a full season since 2011. That's nine years ago. You know what happened in nine years ago? You know how old I was? I was 11 fucking years old back then. I was in like sixth grade. Now I've graduated high school. I'm about to be in my fourth year at college. That's how long ago that was. So after I went with Kasicki, Ruggs came off the board, who I like. But the guy ended up hurting his fucking leg, moving something. I don't know what the fuck happened. But he should be fine for the beginning of the season. That's just kind of worrying. It's kind of weird that that happened. Obviously, figures that some random-ass guy, like some guy that you think is going to be great, just goes ahead and hurts himself somehow doing something dumb, lifting something, moving something for someone, and gets hurt. Aaron Rodgers came off the board. Very good value for Rodgers. But I've seen Rodgers go a lot higher than this. I don't think Rodgers really lights it up this year because I think they're going to be run heavy. But he should be fine. I do like Breeze a lot more than him though uh, Noah Fant, Nicole Hardman, Emmanuel Sanders and Drew Breeze, looking at the quarterbacks still available there are a bunch I still like Danny Dimes, Joe Burrow, uh, Stafford uh even even Big Ben, Kirk Cousins are all guys that I still like. Robbie Anderson just came off the board, who to me now is kind of just, he's kind of just a fucking piece that's on the team that I don't really think is good. to do anything. Dallas Goder came off the board, so now we're going to go ahead and get who we wanted all along and draft the wide receiver in Preston Williams. We're going to have two Dolphins, the Dolphins stack. Even though the Dolphins I don't think will be that good, I still think Preston Williams will have a good season as long as the guy can stay healthy. After I went with Preston Williams, Gronk came off the board, who was a guy I was talking about before, followed by Baker Mayfield, Justin Jefferson, Danny Dimes, Joe Joe Burrow, both two guys I liked, Deshaun Jackson, Alexander Madison, and Jack Doyle. Now, Deshaun Jackson actually makes a good case in best ball, only because the guy's going to have, like, two games where he just scores, like, a 1,000 points before he ends up getting hurt. After that was Alexander Madison, a guy who I really like picking late in drafts, Jack Doyle, and Ryan Tannehill. So right now, we're probably going to have to pick a quarterback. Since we need a backup for Joshie Allen, in case Josh Allen gets hurt, hopefully Stafford could fall to us. If not, we're probably going to go with Kirk Cousins and then go later and draft a guy like Horsecock, Drew Locke, or Gardner Mitchell as our third option at the quarterback position in case something bad happens. After uh, Madison got picked, Jack Doyle, Ryan Tannehill, Alshon Jeffrey, and Jalen Rager. Rager's a guy I really like late in drafts as well. I think Rager could have a great season this year. Just as long as Carson Wentz can stay healthy. I think Breger's very talented. But the only worry, though, is what happens if Alshon and Deshaun Jackson just somehow stay healthy. Those guys always get hurt. But if they end up staying healthy, then that's obviously worrisome for Rager. After that, I got fucking absolutely sniped by Tony Pollard and then Matthew Stafford. So we're probably going to be starting Kirk Cousins here as our second quarterback, which isn't bad as a backup if you're talking about a redraft league. If you're in a 12-team league, I typically don't draft backups unless the rest of your league is doing it. Then you kind of have to because otherwise your waiver wire pickups are going to be god-awful at the quarterback position. So Jared Goff went so we can easily snag my main man, Kirk Cousins. you like that. So Jared Goff went before him. Jared Goff's a guy that I'm kind of indifferent on. I think he's going to be okay this year. He's not going to be a guy that even potentially finagles his way near the top 10, but I think he'll probably be a top 15 guy. Kirk Cousins, I could see having a top 12 year, but I don't think I would buy in for it every single game. You obviously know those good matchups. Teddy Bridgewater, I have no idea why people are buying in on fucking Teddy Bridgewater at all. I fucking don't understand it. DJ Moore will be fine regardless of who the quarterback is. Christian McCaffrey will be fine regardless of who the quarterback is. But I don't think Teddy Bridgewater's that good anymore. We saw him blow up in a Saints system. He played well on the fucking Saints system because Sean Payton could get me to play quarterback and pass the ball and make it good. Drew Brees, there's a reason Drew Brees has like about half a second and he just throws the ball out of his hand because they develop a system where he can have a good season. So I think that's why that... The, it worked for him because it's just a system that's very easy to understand. After Teddy Roosevelt was Devontae Freeman, Blake Jarwin, Duke Johnson, Big Ben Roethlisberger. Shout out to my guy, Duke Johnson, who I actually think could have a solid year if David Johnson was to somehow end up getting hurt. I think he would have a pretty good year. Now, looking at running back still available, I'm I'm honestly surprised that Adrian Peterson is still available. Now, I'm not the biggest fan of Adrian Peterson, but what I know is that he'll probably be healthy and play a bunch of games. Another guy I kind of like here... Carlos Hyde. I think Carlos Hyde could have the potential to be the running back one if Chris Carson ends up going down. Now, I'm not one of these guys that anticipates Chris Carson getting hurt, but the Fumble Ice eventually could catch up to him. I don't think it will, but obviously when you're later in these drafts, you got to go ahead and make some decisions that are a bit crazy. Boston Scott, also a great pick. I think Boston Scott may even be a better pick if they don't bring anyone else in. Him and Miles Sanders will be the guys there to own. Obviously, Miles Sanders is much better, but after Jimmy Guap was Jameis Winston and John Ross, I don't understand why you draft a fucking backup quarterback in a league that makes no sense to me even if you have Drew Brees which you don't that makes zero sense so we're gonna go ahead and select Boston Scott here backup for Miles Sanders I think could have a great year behind him he will be have games where he blows up he catches a dump off and takes it to the house but if Miles Sanders goes down the guy has potential to be a top 15 top 20 running back be like a nice RB2 for your lineup. And if you have Miles Sanders, I just feel like you should just draft him anyways, because he's going to be that great handcuff that you want for your team. After Boston Scott comes Eric Ebron, then Golden Tate. Eric Ebron's a guy that I'm not really buying into. I bought into Vance McDonald last season, and we saw that Vance McDonald bent you over and did the Vance dance in your ass, hit you from the back. It was no bueno. Uh, Golden Tate comes next. If you guys have enjoyed this video thus far, please click that subscribe button. Also, I want to bring up the fact that obviously this drafters thing is new to me and new to the channel. Please if you want to join with me use my code or use the link down below it would really mean a lot to me Now i'm going to be starting doing some slow drafts and tweet tweet them out on the twitter so follow me on twitter as well and add me as a friend on here my handle is notorious f n t s y and i can add you can add me as a friend and then we could do some drafts together on here maybe some slow draft with all of you guys i really love the support that i've been getting i really want to hit 5,000 subscribers soon by the end of, well, not soon, by the end of June, before we get into July. After Eric Ebron comes Golden Tate, then Zach Moss. Zach Moss was a guy I was thinking about drafting as well. I think they may have a split share there, maybe a 50-50 split between him and Devin Singletary, maybe 60-40 or 55-45, but what we saw was when Frank Gore was healthy, it was Devin Singletary and Frank Gore together. There was never the head honcho mentality that Devin Singletary could be that guy, so did he change their mind late in the season? I don't know, because why would you draft Zach Moss kind of high if you didn't think that, or if you thought that Devin Singletary was going to be amazing. After Zach Moss comes Drew Locke, a great pick. I think Drew Locke has top 15, top maybe even top 12 quarterback potential as long as everything works right for him in Denver. So I think that's a solid pick, followed by Curtis Samuel, who's a guy I'm just really not picking. I'm not picking any of the wide receivers aside from DJ Moore or the wide receiver who's pretty much their best wide receiver actually in Christian McCaffrey. Tyrell Williams comes off the board next. After Tyrell Williams came, Phillip Rivers and then Alan Lazard, who's a guy that I'm kind of I'm probably the only person who is not, like, the biggest fanboy of Alan Lazard. It seems like every fantasy analyst talks about, oh, Alan Lazard's going to be amazing. That's the same shit people were telling you last year about MVS and Jeronimo Allison. Now, do I think he's worth a 14-round pick? Yes, I think he is. But I think he's going to go way higher than that, just like what happened with MVS and Geronimo Allison last year. What happens, actually, is that the Aaron Rodgers led Green Bay Packers, they're going to run the ball a lot. And when they throw the ball, they're going to throw it to one man only, and that's Devontae Adams. After Alan Lazard came, Ian Thomas, and then Jamal Williams, Sammy Watkins, Gardner, Minshew. So we probably need to draft a second tight end eventually. It seems like every team has a second tight end aside from myself. So we're probably going to go with a guy like Jay Sternberger, I think has potential to be a great tight end as well as there's some other guys deep down here maybe I don't know OJ Howard if Gronk was to go down could be great as well Uh, Irv Smith Jr. is a guy who I think is great but I am worried about the fact that Kyle Rudolph is still there Herndon came off the board who was a guy I liked I loved Will Disley until third leg Greg decided to show up there so I'm going to go ahead and draft Jay Sternberger here I know I just made the case for hey Allen Robinson no not Allen Robinson Allen Lazard's not going to be that great because Aaron Rodgers doesn't really spread the ball around I kind of agree with that but as long as my other tight end doesn't get hurt Jay Sternberger is only playing one fucking game so that's fine with me I'm gonna go ahead and select Jay Sternberger here I also would argue for Dawson Knox as well they're pretty close to me so looking back before we went Jay Sternberger there's a few picks I need to talk about Gardner Minshew is a guy like late in drafts I think could really tear it up especially since there's a nice wide receiver core around I'm sure none of those guys are really super elite I think DJ Chark could be I think Chanel could be in the future but right now like oh they have a bunch of guys that you would you hear their name you hear DD Westbrook what do you think Average wide receiver. He has a bunch of average wide receivers around him that I think could do good enough to make him elevate himself to a top 12 quarterback, especially when that defense is dog shit. That defense is going to get absolutely butt Fucked game in a game out, and Mister Gardner Minshew, the Mustache Man, is going to have to air the rock out after we after Gardner Minshew came off the board. Justin Jackson was picked followed by Chris Herndon. We went Sternberger, and then Derek Ka came off the board next, who I think actually is kind of a good sleeper because I think he does have that upside, especially with a great team around him. My only worry though is that they might just try to run the fucking rock a million times because they they're gonna feed Josh Jacobs without a doubt. But they have great wide receivers around Derek Carr. If he was going to prove that he is as good as he used to be back when he was in. MVP race and hurt his leg, it would be right now. After Derek Carr came Royce Freeman, Antonio Gibson, Sam Darnold, Ian Smith or Irv Smith, I should say, Naheem Hines, and Nikhil Harry, who was a wide receiver I was probably going to be targeting in the next round or so. But right now, we probably need to go ahead and secure a third QB before it absolutely turns to shit after this. So we're probably going to be targeting a guy like Jared Stidham or maybe even Ryan Fitzmagic who I think will get a solid eight games this year we saw last year he was actually pretty talented now this doesn't really help you in redraft because there's no fucking shot you're drafting Ryan Fitzmagic but I just think he could be solid as our third quarterback I typically like to go ahead and get three but the rest of the picks are going to be all running backs and wide receivers so looking right now we probably want to go ahead and select at least at least probably two two of one of the positions. Now, either we can go two wide receivers or two running backs. we we'll at get the wide receivers still available. I do like Kenny Stills. I think James Washington has some upside, even though we already have Juju Smith-Schuster. I think Larry, uh, not Larry Fitzgerald, I think James Washington could potentially be better than Deontay Johnson and get more work. Rashad Perryman, I also like as well. He's more of a flyer shot because I'm not sure that I trust anyone in the fucking Adam Gaye system, but at the end of the day, Rashad Perryman could, might as well, he just could tear it up because we saw at the end of last season with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he had an amazing season. I think if he falls to us, he would probably be the pick at pick. 188. After I went with Ryan Fitzmagic, the other Miami Dolphins quarterback, Tua Tonga-Vailoa came up the board, followed by Corey Davis, Hunter Renfro, Chase Edmonds, Josh Hill, or Justice Hill, I should say, uh, Denzel Mims, Rashad Perryman, who I wanted, Anthony McFarland, Michael Pittman, Cam Newton, Cole Beasley, Jarek McKinnon, Rashad Penny, and Brandon Ayuk. So we're going to do something crazy here. We're going to draft two wide receivers from the same team in the next two picks. First, we're going to get Kenny Stills as a potential upside player if Cooks or Fuller gets hurt, or he'll just have some good games there where he flies into our flex and then later we're to go ahead and select the other guy in Randall Cobb who I think is a humongous sleeper because I think Randall Cobb might just be able to fuck around and tear it up this season especially since he's the only one who can really stay healthy on that whole goddamn roster Kenny Stills has also kind of been a guy that's kind of littered with health concerns. After we went with Kenny Stills, T. Higgins came off the board followed by old man Larry Fitzgerald. So looking at the running back position right now, we have fallen to a point where the running bikes are just about dead, except for Adrian Peterson, who I think might actually have a good year. I might also draft uh, Carlos Hyde, who I think could have potential here instead of just going with the two wide receiver strategy and being a crazy motherfucker like that. If you guys made it this far into this video, let me know down below in the comments by leaving a special word. And I'm going to go ahead and make the special word LaVisca Chanel. Write down, actually just write LaVisca. It's a weird word. L-A-V-I-S-K-A, that's LaVisca Chenault's name. Write that down below in the comments, and I will make sure to shout you out in the next video. Thank you very much for making it this far. James Washington can't the board save Paris Campbell and LaVisca Chenault. That's why I got inspired. Now, let me know also down below in the comments who you would rather have out of these quarterbacks. Would you rather have a guy like Josh Allen as your starting quarterback or Deshaun Watson? Let me know down below in the comment section after LaVisca was Dawson Knox and then Antonio Brown. I told you some motherfucker is always going to pick Antonio Brown because the guy's a top-ten wide receiver when he's healthy. Who just knows if he's going to be healthy and even health – like mentally healthy or mentally okay to play or even let him play. I have no idea. Like I'm not trying to make fun of anything here. I'm being completely honest with you. I have no idea if he's ever going to be able to play. So now we kind of probably need three tight ends. So We might just go running back and then tight end, which is probably what we're going to do. We're going to go with AP here and just hope that, hey, maybe he's the starter if Darius Guy ends up getting hurt just like he always does, and then potentially go a tight end in the last round. But you guys will see that right now. Now we are up, and I'm going to go ahead and make my selection and pick tight end thaddeus moss washington obviously i have no idea if he's going to be the starting tight end but with that said we can only hope after i went with ap russell gage count the board followed by kyle rudolph carlos high dwayne haskins will disley gerald everett third light greg steven sims uh muhammad sanu david Njoku, DeAndre evans jared stidham giovanni bernard irv smith and we I, we went with thaddeus moss so to recap our team we got josh allen ronald jones david johnson aaron jones alvin kamara mike williams marvin jones juju smith schuster albert Robinson, Mike Gasicki, Preston Williams, Kirk Cousins, you like that, Boston Scott, Sternberger, Ryan Fitzmagic, Kenny Stills, AP, and Thaddeus Moss. So let me know what you guys think about my team down below. Make sure to join drafters if you want to go ahead and play with me. Code Notorious when you go ahead and put that in, and there's going to be a link down below in the description to help you get there. I love each and every single one of you guys. Make sure to check out the rest of all my videos that are going to be coming out soon. I love you all. Have a great rest of your guys' day. Click that fucking subscribe button. Good boy.